What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the DFS Double Stack. We're here to make you money so that you don't have to deposit into your DraftKings account at all during the year. And if you played our plays last week, you definitely are sitting pretty. What's up, Nick? Oh, man, feeling good. I went two for three on my little daily, so I won a glorious $3. And yes, it feels fantastic, man. I do not have to re-up. I will just play off my winnings. And ooh, let's keep it going, man. Let's go two for two. Let's just go the whole season. Yeah. uh, I think the best strategy for me is to be restrictive, it seems like and actually play the lineup that me and you pick at the end where we are in the cage match. I went, I went two, two of my lineups. I went basically what I said in the cage match. And then I was like, you know what? JP's really good at this. Let me do one of his lineups. And oh my goodness, we will get into the cage match recap, but bro, you were hitting last week. Holy crap. I was, I was so excited. So you won uh, you won me five bucks and then I was able to take it to, uh, somebody even with good Lord, even with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley weighing me down, but we'll save a little bit of that, but, uh, yeah, it was a good week last week and, uh, very pumped to get into it. We've got a lot of sweet segments. Um, let's see where are we starting off with. We've got, uh, Oh, it looks like you were able to pull up the, um, highest point totals, which I love. We haven't done that yet. Do you want to dive into that? Yeah, so these are we're going to bring up some of the games that you really want to kind of pick from when you're doing your DFS lineups this week. Because just being in a game with a high point total statistically gives you a better chance of of cashing, especially on like a punt or something like that. And we're going to get to a couple of punts that are in one of these higher tier point total games. But... Yeah, let's get it started off with the one that everyone's this is going to be the game where everyone's stacking and there's going to be like all of the highest ownership and stuff like that. That's Dallas uh, versus Chargers. It started at 50 and it's up to 55. So Jesus, they're 55 point total in a game. Yeah, it makes Monday sense. These defenses, I mean, the Chargers. Yeah, uh, what's that? Monday night is up there too. It's like 55, but, but uh, that's just, that's just nuts, man. I mean, it makes total sense. The chargers defense is, is pretty good, but we saw that Dallas team go against probably one of the best defenses against Tampa Bay and just do what they wanted. So easily could see both teams scoring 30 plus points here. And you're right. Calvin Ridley, I'm, I'm sorry, uh, Amari Cooper, Keenan Allen, probably very high, um, percentage plays so maybe in tournament maybe you look at the same game but maybe you go for kind of a miscellaneous piece like a oh is is Gallup down Gallup is down so are there miscellaneous pieces here because Mike Williams is probably pretty high as well Uh, there is actually there's there's one in the punt plays okay little teaser all right so yeah that should be I mean look Vegas doesn't always get it right on point totals but they're pretty pretty good so yeah targeting these oh Gibson we are we are of course recording this right during uh Thursday night football New York Giants and Washington football team in a divisional slugfest 
Um, so I will be interjecting with randomness, but it's just because I love football, man, and I, I can't help myself. So, um, all right, keep going with the I, – I love these uh, point totals, so keep on going. All right, so Tennessee at Seattle, I really don't understand this one so much. Wow. But like I said, look, statistically, people that are cashing on these like million-dollar tournaments and just the, just the mid-sized ones – are using players that are in these high total games. Sure. Um, regardless of whether Vegas is right all the time. I think I heard that they're right uh, over 60% of the time, which is mm-hmm. pretty crazy. Amazing. Um, anyway, up from f- up from 49 to 54 on this one, I guess this is supposedly the Ryan uh, Tannehill back, uh, bounce back game, which is why I guess I'm going to play him. Again, even after he kind of he saved himself with a rushing touchdown, I believe, last week. Yeah, um, I mean, Seattle was able to, you know, the Colts were able to get some points on the board against Seattle, and the Colts look pretty inept. So hopefully, I, I'm hoping for a bounce back, but this is in Seattle. Mm, I could we, see. Go ahead. We know, we know Seattle. Like, we know what that's going to be like. They, oh, yeah, they'll get theirs. Offense. Oh, for sure. They'll get theirs. Um, but uh, boy, I hope Julio can get get some sort of rhythm. Yeah. All right. So we got Atlanta at Tampa Bay. Another surprise for me is Matt Ryan was pretty um, lackluster, and the whole entire Atlanta team was kind of a disappointment last week. Six, I guess. Points this is at home against the Eagles. Yeah. Um, can't go anywhere but up, right? Yeah, I, th- I think I read that the the actual implied point total for Tampa Bay is like thirty two. So they're they're, <laughs> the, they're the big portion of that of that fifty two points there. Ooh. Um. Anyway, so we 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 really know what to do there. I I I, I don't trust Mike Davis right now on on the, on DFS. If you want to do Matt Ryan, he's sneaky and cheap. Uh, Calvin Ridley has the skill to just get like 30 points. We've seen it last week was just an anomaly. Um, I won't be doing any of that myself in cash or GPP. I'm just not feeling it. But on the Tampa Bay side, I mean, there's fun to be had everywhere. Absolutely. I'm liking – I'm like an Antonio Brown, but there's three guys to choose from and, you know, have a ball there with Tampa Bay. Agreed. 52 points. And the line has stayed at 52 the entire time. Um, Minnesota, Arizona, 49 up to 51. Um, We know what this can be like. Dalvin Cook, he's somebody that you can throw in on cash games and stuff like that. Um. Tyler Murray, he's real expensive this week. It's real tough to stack him with D Hop, but oh yeah. If you if you were to want to do Minnesota game stacks and bring it back with uh with Arizona's big big players and cheap running backs, hint hint. Um you can do that. Um San Francisco, Philly, forty five up to forty nine and a half. That's pretty yeah, that's pretty interesting right there. That's got me looking at Jalen Hurts. Um, it's we got me go ahead. thinking more about Elijah 
Ooh, so. Ooh, we definitely need to talk Elijah Mitchell. Um, you know, we talked on the Monday pod, the waiver fire that San Francisco lost a key piece in the secondary. So I think Jalen, especially at home, should be able to get the ball rolling and San Francisco should be just fine. I mean, we I know the shenanigans, the, the shenanigans with um, uh, Trey Sermon and Brandon Ayuk last week, but it really doesn't matter with their they have depth at every piece and uh, they're going to be just fine scoring the ball. The only question really is we saw Trey Lance in quite a bit um, in the red zone. And so Jimmy G, you know, we had talked about is Jimmy G a potential stack. Um, and I, I just don't think it's going to happen this year, unfortunately, because he doesn't hit deep balls and he's getting taken out of the red zone. So Jimmy G's basically DFS dead for me, but um, basically all me up too. Yeah, but but wheels up on, on everybody else on, on those offenses. I'm excited as well. Yep. All right. So we got Rams at Indianapolis, and this is another eyebrow raiser. Uh uh 45 up to 48. Um we're in the realm where it's not not 50 points anymore, but right. I mean it's really close, but I mean, these are some low ownership pro- players, probably. Um, one of my favorite players is here, Cooper Cup on the week, 6K. Can't beat that right there. Mm. Um, got Daryl Henderson, possible possible big game for him, too. I'm hoping for that, yep. Um, Indianapolis, not touching it. I yeah. I just it, can't get – I don't feel anything with when I think about Indianapolis. Yeah, especially in D- in PPR, you know, Naeem Hines getting on the field, just a little too much for my taste. I mean, Jonathan Taylor got targets last week, so it's it's not against him, but good Lord, that defense is just so good. Um, I agree. I'm probably not touching them. Yep. All right. Cleveland, Houston, up three points, 45 to 48. Uh, I guess this is Vegas saying that Cleveland is just going to trounce Houston and it's just going to be a shootout. Like just, oh my God. I think I want a little piece of this, honestly. I'm just the only, I like the point total and I'm in on players here, but I'm just scared that this, this is actually a Cleveland defense touchdown implication. And that this is really more of a 41 point over under with a Cleveland touchdown thrown into the bag. So um, I'm not, I'm not scared of Cleveland pieces, but I guess I would, I don't really read this as a 48 like I do with the Rams Colts. Yeah. I, I'm just looking at my, my punt here and I, I love Chubb on that one. Ooh. Okay. I can dig that. Yep. All right. So Vegas at versus Pitt. It's actually point total has gone down. Well, on this one, it makes me, it makes me kind of nervous on any of these, any of these players like Deontay or, it yeah. makes me think twice about Waller, but not really. Um, I'm I'm not as scared. I, I get why the points are down because you know Steelers went into Buffalo. Buffalo was not expected to be a good defense, and they struggled. But Big Ben gets to come back home. I'll talk about him in just a little bit. But coming back home, I think it's going to be better news for that offense. Yep. And then this last one here: Buffalo versus Miami, forty-seven and a half steady um they just i'm guessing that it's going to be 
a big beat down and that you just want to get some pieces of Buffalo. I, I don't disagree. I think this probably is the bounce back game for Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. I mean, Diggs got targeted what like 14 times last week. So if they can just, you know, dial up that accuracy again, like it's going to work out. I just, you know, I kind of came into the season with doubts and I, I'm just going to have to see it to believe it before I go in on, on DFS. Like I'm excited if I own them in season long, which by the way, I don't own any of it. So it doesn't make, it doesn't make much difference to me, but in season long, I'm going to have to see it for a couple of weeks before I pull Cause they're still pretty highly priced. I believe um, Diggs and uh, Josh Allen. So just not willing to spend the capital, but it would not surprise me if Diggs is a touchdown two touchdown and, and Josh Allen runs in. Oh. It could be explosive. Uh oh, Lauren. Does he go for? Realize. Does he go for two titties right here? Does he get a second titty? No, I didn't realize he caught one earlier. Oh yeah, he he caught one. Yeah, I missed it too. I was putting my kid to sleep and I missed the the titty there. But yeah, McLaurin is in and they're driving right now again. I would love to see a little two titty first half for McLaurin. That would be nasty. I am going up be. against Antonio Gibson, and so I'm kind of hoping he stays out of the end zone. I mean, I love Gibson as a player. I'm rooting for him, but uh, let's see Scary Terry get some action here. All right, so it's time for the chalky white plays. Uh, we're we're, the- we're a little <laughs> bit after his, his RIP, so it feels like a little bit more of a legacy at this point. But uh, yeah, chalky yeah. white. What are you feeling is going to be those high percentage plays this weekend? Yeah, and that's the thing because I don't really have anything to go off of. Like I said last week, the really right. only place that I know that I actually trust is uh, it releases their numbers on Friday. They don't want anyone to yeah. say that they said something something totally out of out of whack. Right. And we, we we play on Thursday, but I'm pretty sure, you know. So here we go. Um, I think everyone's going to play Elijah Mitchell this week. He's really underpriced. Could be the first running back on this team, and uh, everyone he's he's the big talk. I mean, anybody that plays DFS probably plays fantasy, and you know, oh Taylor Heineke. I'm glad you didn't get that. I know every fans are like, no Heineke, get down! Don't you dare! I mean, everybody's already probably a little pissed at Daniel Jones stealing almost two two rushing touchdowns, but uh, yeah, Heineke you would be the worst of the worst. Give it to. Gibson, Logan Thomas, Scary Terry. Come on now. Oh, McKissick. This is the thing. On third down, it's even third and one at the goal line. McKissick comes in. Like, Antonio Gibson is not a third down option right now. Uh Uh-oh. Okay, they're going to call. Oh, Giants call timeout. I'm sorry to give play-by-play analysis, but uh, I think that's an interesting point. I mean, it's a bummer that Gibson is being taken out not only on third down, but third down goal line, third and one. I mean, come on, guys. Come on. Anyways, I agree on Elijah Mitchell. It could easily blow up in everybody's faces. He's honestly one of the biggest reasons why I'm trying to wait on setting my lineup because I went in on Trey Sermon last week, and, of course, he was a late, healthy scratch. I mean, of course, you can't set your lineups that late. But, um, man, I'm just – every second that I get a Twitter notification or sleeper, I'm praying – that it's uh, Kyle Shanahan saying something about either Elijah Mitchell or Trey Sermon because it's, in my opinion, it's like 70% Elijah Mitchell is going to be the starter, but boy, 30% to be a backup, uh, that scares me. Yeah. All right. Oh, is it Gibson or McKinnon? Do they put Gibson back in? 
is it? It's McKissick. So they take a timeout. New York calls a timeout. I'm sorry. I love football. New York calls a timeout. They let Washington reset and get Gibson back on the field. If they want to, they say, nope, McKissick is our third and short guy. And they run. They do a rushing play with him. That totally fools the defense. And he trots in. Honestly, genius play call there because everybody's expecting McKissick out of the backfield not to rush the ball. And he just walks right in. I love that. Sad, sad news for Gibson owners, but uh, hmm, that's good football. Right there. Oh, oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> that right. is good football. All right. Here's my other uh, chalky white play. We got Jamar Chase. He's at 5K this week. That's just mm. really cheap. And we saw the um, the chemistry last week. It was undeniable. And I think it's going to happen again this week, honestly. So. It makes sense. I mean, they were they were on the they were at home last week, and it was against the Vikings defense. They suck. They have to travel to Chicago and play the Bears. Um, and the Bears defense, I know that Stafford was able to get some deep bombs, and that's what you're hoping for with Jamar Chase. But it wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if the Bengals get a little bit exposed here on the road against Chicago. Um, I don't mind it because that price is still very fantastic for Jamar Chase. I'm not saying to fade it. It's just. I it, it could be a dud, but uh, don't mind it. Don't mind it at all. Right. All right. So we got a new segment here. It's Ooh. called Price Check. Okay. Uh, this is this is a, a differentiation from uh, from cash plays for me. Okay. These are just uh, these are underpriced players. Whether mm. you really believe in them or you don't believe in them. Um. I believe in them in cash, but I'm I I'm not putting them in my cash section because I mean they're just good in any format, really. Yes. Yeah, they're just MVPs of the week. I, I totally get it. All right. Um, so we got Elijah Mitchell. We're gonna talk a lot about him. I'm sure Nick is gonna talk some more about him. Have to. Um 5K. He just it, the all the stuff with him happened after the price was set, so DraftKings didn't have the chance to to up it. And even uh, this, if he is the backup at five K, that's totally fine. Like the RB two in this offense against Philly is going to be decent, and with the chance to be monstrous, oh baby, yes, yeah. Um, this other one, though, I mean, you can't. There's no story behind it. Najee Harris, 6,300. I know people are really scared, but uh, uh, like from last week or whatever. But this is a get right game for them going up against the Raiders. Um, last week, I think the Ravens, all three of their running backs got a touchdown off of the Raiders. So that would be all for Najee. He's going to be on the field the entire time. Yes. I think, I think Najee definitely tastes paint. Yeah. I think he tastes paint here and gets that, that six plus passing. So 6,300 feels fantastic. Yeah. Um, Chase Edmonds, 49. Now you're talking. Now you're talking. I just don't understand it. It doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. Yeah. he he's a guy that I'm starting in season long in leagues. Absolutely. Um, and I don't feel bad about starting him and I don't know why he's sub five K 
there's really no narrative for it because last week he came up with 15 uh, points, I think. I think the narrative um, really is that everybody in the world saw the Arizona defense dismantle Tennessee and they're just projecting that that Arizona defense is for real and that whoever they're going up against, particularly they're going up against the um, Vikings this week, won't be able to keep up. And so it's going to be a James Conner second half. And I just don't buy it. I mean, I could be dead wrong on this, but I think the Vikings absolutely do keep up. And Chase Edmonds is going to be heavily involved. 15 plus touches this week. Uh, one of the best, if not one, if not the best offense in the league. How do you not love the running back? How is it 4,900? It just yeah. blows my it mind. It totally doesn't agree. make much sense. Nope. Yeah. So we got Cooper Cup over here at 6K. I think the the general discourse about Cup after week one is that he's the number one wide receiver on on this team now, just like he was in yesteryear, uh, back when he was drafted as a wide receiver one. Um, I guess it, I don't really remember it like it was yesterday, but I think it was like in the first one, two, three rounds. And he was a, I mean, um, at some point he was a 10, 11 touchdown, you know, player. So with an extra game, if he can get back to that, like 13 touchdowns this year, oh, nothing, nothing would make me happier because honestly, even though I like Robert Woods, this offense, I'm just so scared that the defense is going to be so good that they're, he's just Stafford between Higby, Daryl Henderson, Woods and Cup. I just don't think he'll really be able to sustain everybody. And man, I hope that the, the focus really gets on to, to Cooper Cup and Robert Woods, unfortunately, kind of takes a, a clear wide receiver two role and not a 1A, 1B. Yeah, and I feel like that's going to happen, and that's why I feel like 6K is a bargain. I think it's just his uh, price is going to go up after this. And I'll make a bold prediction. I think his price is going to get up to 7K um, soon. I don't know about next week, but soon. I think this game is going to push it because we saw Lockett and Metcalf roast uh, the Indianapolis Colts. So, you know, Cooper Cup in the deep ball, Robert Woods. I, I think it's going to be just fine this week for sure. Yeah. All right. We got Noah Fant, 4,200. Yes, sir. We, we, we love Noah Fant around here, and we don't have to think about Jerry Judy anymore. And all you have to think about is Cortland Sutton and then like the two-faced monster of KJ Hamler and <laughs> um what's the other guy's name? Uh Tim Patrick. Tim Patrick. So who who do you really think is the most talented out of all of those four people? I think it's no Fant and I think it's probably Cortland Sutton, but Fant is close. I don't know. I haven't seen it from Sutton. Since, yeah, since I can the, dig that. Since in like particular, this is PPR. So, you know, even if they don't really get in the end zone, which, by the way, I think they will because they're going up against the, yeah, the Jaguars. So are the Broncos scoring 30 plus points this week? I would not be absolutely surprised at all. And Fant really doesn't need a touchdown. Thankfully, he can be a PPR monster this week. And that titty will be just gravy on top. Yeah, and, and I totally do like Sutton and like GBPs. Yes, great call. Jamar Chase, 5K. We already talked about him, but he's underpriced, I feel like. It's okay. It's okay for me. <laughs> All right, well, let's get into our 
cash games uh, segment with a little what's the target? It's never been done before. So I need planning, a large crew. Guns? Exactly. A lot of security. But the take. What's the target? Eight figures each. What's the target? When was the last time you were in Vegas? So last week, I feel like I did pretty well. I went with Dalvin Cook. I paid up the at the RB2 price, 9100 He ended up RB7 on the week with 20 points. It, it was okay. It was a 2X. It, it didn't hurt you or really win you a lineup, but I think it was just fine. It was kind of what, you know, cash games, you're looking for safety, and that's a nice, safe play. Um, boy, Corey Davis, though, last week, I know both of us were in on him. You picked him number one in our cage match, so you were in on him. I just happened to have him on our docket. Corey Davis was one of the best values, if not the best, last week. Only 4900 and he 5X. That was just lovely. Um, boy, I wish I could go back to the well again, but, yeah, they're going to New England, and and um, who am I thinking of? Dang it. One of their wide receivers is coming back. Oh, his name eludes me, but... I'm just not in on it this week, but I will absolutely stream Corey Davis and play him in DFS when the right matchup occurs, which at Carolina it did, and it was lovely. And then Logan Thomas, again, it was safe. He was 4,600, and he scored 12 points. So it was like a 2.5X, again, in a cash game. That is nice. Nice, safe. Um, got the touchdown. Looked good. He's being involved tonight. So um, yeah, I did okay last week. It wasn't complete home runs, but it was nice safety. Um, this week you, you talked about chase Edmonds, but I'm very excited. I think this, you know, you talked about him in your price check MVPs. I put him in the cash games. I'm playing him everywhere. You know, he is priced at like we said, 4,900. That is the RB 33 in price. What? You know, okay. Joe Mixon got all the work last week up against this uh, Minnesota Vikings defense. He was the RB three. Case Simmons does not have to get all the work to beat this price. I definitely see him as a top 20 option. RB 33 in price. We talked enough about Elijah Mitchell. I'm in. And then Noah Fant, I'm very in. I think they're just all safe plays with, with decent upside here. Who are you feeling in cash this week? All right. Cash. Well, last week I, I, I had recommended to go with some big boys like Christian McCaffrey and Travis that Kelsey that worked. And if you, if you did that, then hooray, it worked. I did it <laughs> and it was fun. Um, to the tune of like 179 points. Oh my God. Um, uh, Kamara, I recommended he only got 18 points. Mike Davis, he only got 10. Yeah. Antonio Gibson. He was at like 14 or something mm-hmm. like that. Not great. But Hopkins, I he was Woo. in the recommendations. He would, did great. Um and this week there's a lot of the same. I'm saying to to try to squeeze CMC into your cash lineup. See if you can get DeAndre Hopkins in there and oh, really man. don't be scared to go, go ahead and try Chubb. I think he's going to have a big week. Um you don't want to have to just get like a million things right for you to cash. You know, if you can 
if you can just get one or two things right, that's like the basis of everything. Um, Keenan Allen should have a f- absolute field day this oh, this week. Absolutely. Um, I just I don't I just don't see any path to him not not paying this week. So mm-hmm. love Keenan Allen this week. He's in that high total game. Um, there's always Mike Williams to, to steal from him, but I've got him as a GPP play, right? A really good one. I think he's like the juicy GPP play. Um, uh, Waller, he's high, high, high price, 7,600, but you saw it last week, 19 targets. Good God. (laughs) That's absolutely insane. Even though, he only caught 10 of them. It wasn't his fault. It was a little bit of bad quarterback play by Carr. He was missing him. Um, so a lot of those hate to call it a target, but he was throwing to him. Um, Melvin Gordon. I think he's got kind of a great matchup this week. He's priced pretty good too. He's going up against Jacksonville. Um, what was it? Houston's running backs beating up on them last week. Oh man, Mark Ingram with twenty six carries. Yeah, Melvin Gordon. Yeah. Even though this is PPR, I don't think he's going to need that PPR bump to to um, appreciate on that fifty nine hundred. I I guess the only one that really scares me because it is the price CMC at ninety nine hundred. You know, he has to take on the Saints this week and. I'm hoping that the PPR saves him, and I could be totally wrong, but boy, did the Saints look good last week and made just that whole Green Bay offense just completely inept. So uh, it just right. makes me a little scared. But well, it's it's been it's been it's been I guess over a year before I've seen CMC let anyone down. <laughs> That's a good it's call. One of, it's one of those things where. He hits every time, and then maybe right. if he doesn't hit one time, I'll start thinking about that. But <laughs> you can set your clock by yeah. this guy being a whole wide receiver and a whole running back, <laughs> all right. in all in one player. It he's two. He's he's two entire people. Um, <laughs> so if you want to just chop his his score in half and just be like, you've got one of the best running backs for like. 4,900 and one of the best wide receivers for 5k and they're just slammed into one player and they just take up one spot. I mean, that's how, that's how I think about him. You're not, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. All right. Let's see what we got here. Hunt plays. What did you do last week? Well, it wasn't good. I mean, every time we review the punt plays, I always feel bad, but I have to remind myself that, they are punts for a reason, but still the bagel from MVS, the disappointment with Callaway, which I probably should have seen the Callaway coming with Jair Alexander, but I still thought he would get PPR targets. Tyrell Williams, unfortunately left with injury um, and Ty Johnson. I did hit with Jamal Williams. Jamal Williams was a fantastic value. He was the RB two on the week at 4,500. So that felt good. And Chase Edmonds was good. So two out of six, you know, in punts, it is what it is, but uh, still feel bad about those wide receivers. 
How about you? Uh, didn't do so good. Gabe Davis only like two X. Um, AJ Hamler. He did like two uh, X. Marvin Jones was good. Hello, thirty six hundred. He had a really nice game. Oh, he was. I was. Beast. I was pretty. I was pretty in on him. Yeah. Um, Fryermuth. To be honest, I really don't know how Pat Fryermuth did last week. Oh no, I don't know if he caught a target or not. To be honest, he had one reception for twenty four yards. Eh, okay. So he got he got three points. He was on and the Donovan board. Peoples. Donovan Peoples Jones got only one point. But I'm not giving up on DPJ just yet. I see that. You're going <laughs> back in this week. Yeah. Who, who um, are you feeling for your, your punt plays this week? All right. So I've got all of these guys that are in relatively high point total games. Mm. Um, so KJ Osborne at 3,300. This dude got nine targets. This is the week. Michael. This is the Michael Gallup replacement, right? No, this is oh. the. Um, this is he is on uh, Minnesota. Oh yeah, this is the guy who was taking Justin Jefferson stuff. Gotcha. Right. So this guy got like nine targets last week Ooh. out of nowhere. Um, nine is a lot. I don't know if you did you. Yeah, oh, that's a lot. Nine? So. Yeah, that that feels that feels fucking fantastic. <laughs> now so thirty three hundred and thirty three hundred yeah. in a high oh. in a really high point total game. He oh, just man. looks pretty nice. I like yeah. him. Um, so all right, we got DPJ over here, three K. He's in. Uh, he's in not like a super high point total game, but forty eight. Um, he's on the team that should be beating up on the other team. And that's always what you want. Um, all right. And then we have the Michael Gallup replacement, oh, Cedric, okay. Cedric Wilson, 3,100. He's the guy who was, uh, catching some balls last week in place of Michael Gallup and that makes sense. at 3,100 to have an option from Dak Prescott. That's, that's a choice. That's pretty easy to make. That makes total sense. I, I like those fill in options. I am personally going with the other Cleveland Brown and Auburn native Anthony Schwartz. Um, so OBJ has been ruled out for week two. So Boy, if you drafted OBJ in, in season long, you're just feeling like ass and you're, you're thinking about dropping him. But Anthony Schwartz <laughs> filled in pretty admirably. I think he had three catches and he's, he's the deep guy. So he's not a PPR monster, but he could absolutely break one. And like you said, they should be thrashing him. And I think a part of the reason why they thrash him is Anthony Schwartz catches a deep one. I'm not saying it's necessarily a touchdown, but even if he gets 40, 50 yards and a couple catch, catches, he's going to be worth it. And if he does hit that touchdown, it's going to be fantastic. So I believe in him as a player, and he got involved last week, so I'm excited for him. I think Gio, Giovanni Bernard is an interesting punt at 4,200. Um, you know, you mentioned the TB Atlanta game in the high, higher point totals of the week. It can't all go to the wide receivers, right? And, you know, 
Tom Brady was looking for Bernard last week and Bernard is still getting his feet, um, you know, under him from the injury. So I think, you know, one more week of, um, of getting right, getting in shape and, let's be honest, Leonard Fournette did not look good in the passing game, even though he got like five or six targets. He one bounced off his face mask for an interception. It just was ugly. So I'm pretty sure Tom Brady is just waiting for Gio to be healthy again so that he can pepper with him at targets. And at 4,200, you really don't have to have much from a PPR option. So the only downside is this could easily turn into a big blowout and this could be a Rojo second half. So that would be upsetting but hopefully he gets action in the first half with some PPR bump. And then I think one of the better uh, punt quarterback plays is actually Big Ben. I mentioned he gets to stay at home. He gets to be against Vegas, who, you know, Lamar didn't have a great week, but Lamar gets it done in the running game. And honestly, I have to say, even though that Monday night thriller of uh, Raiders and um, uh, Ravens was exciting, I don't think that the Ravens coached very well at all. They were making some really weird and, in my opinion, bad coaching decisions. I think Lamar could have had a much better game, but uh, I'm going in on Big Ben. I think he's a value. It's a, it's a bit of a scary proposition, but for a punt, I'm, I'm good with it. All right, I man. Feel that. We talked our punts. Let's talk about a bit higher upside plays. Let's go through our ceiling plays for tournaments and GPP. Um, last week, I was excited about Jalen Hurts. That paid off. He had 28 points, which surprisingly was only the QB seven in points. So a lot of quarterbacks uh, played out and paid last week. Jalen Hurts was definitely one of them. Baker, unfortunately, not so much. Uh, 13. Man, he had like 300 yards, but no passing touchdowns. Big bummer for Baker last week. Trey Sermon, healthy scratch. That was brutal. Uh, Brandon Cooks was fine. He had 13 PPR points. He had a bunch of big plays. Boy, I wish he had squeaked into the end zone. He was close a couple times. You know, you paid 5,300, so he was a little more than 2x. So you didn't get that ceiling that you were looking for, but it didn't burn you either. How about you, man? How, how about how were your uh, tournament plays last week? Pretty bad. Ah. Um. <laughs> Good thing we Matt don't play Ryan. GPP, right? <laughs> yeah, Matt Ryan. Boo, Brandon Ayuk, zero. James James Robinson is trash. (laughs) Jalen Waddle was a good one. Um, I love how they were using him. Yeah, Waddle is definitely involved. Devontae Parker must be livid with how he has gone from treasure to trash real quick. But yeah, Jalen Waddle looks excellent. Um, Jerry Judy almost paid himself off um, before he did his thing. I think you can still take the W his on exit. that, man. I think you can still take the W. It was a great call. Everything was working out. The injury just robbed us. Um, Adam Thielen was just super on point. Oh, my God. That I can't a, believe you actually said boy. Dude, you actually said you never know. He might just get 30 points. And hello, 30 points for Adam Thielen. Wow, what a call, <laughs> man. That was nuts. Yep. Uh, obviously, DPJ, no way. Uh, um, Devonta Smith, though, he 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 paid out. So that's fantastic. At least we got him. 
it's kind of amazing to me that Devonta Smith and Jalen Waddle as rookies actually are kind of living up to the hype. It's very, very cool. Hey, Darius Slayton just caught a ball. Represent War Eagle. Didn't get the first down, but it is what it is. All right, so tournaments, you know, we're trying to aim for some players that are probably a little lower percentage, but with high upside. And I am buying in on Kirk Cousins. I mentioned that I really think a lot of people think that the Arizona defense is more legit and is going to sack Kirk Cousins left and right. And maybe that's so, but I think regardless, he is going to get it done with some touchdowns. Um, you mentioned Osborne, and of course, we still have Thielen and Justin Jefferson and Dalvin Cook. I mean, all of their weapons can go through the air. Dalvin Cook was fine on the ground, but uh, I think they're going to want to try to get away from this front seven of uh, Arizona. So Kirk Cousins at 6,200. I'm excited to play in tournaments. I don't think many people are going to go in on him. So excited there. This one probably is not low ownership, but I still think it's going to be so solid. David Montgomery, 6,100. He looked excellent last week, and now he gets to go up against Cincinnati. Yeah, this should be fantastic for David Montgomery. Touchdown or two. Oh, and this is this is probably my biggest risk, but I am going to dive back into Chase Claypool. I am in on Big Ben. And I think Deontay gets his, and I was a little bummed about how much Juju was um, getting involved last week, but in tournaments, I'm looking for that big home run play. And I think Chase Claypool oh, yeah. has that in him. I'm really hoping for that 40 yard touchdown this week from Chase. So I am, I'm good with him in a, uh, in a tournament. Yeah. Um, James is over here right now. And we were just talking about Chase Claypool. He's got uh he had the choice to play Sterling Shepard or Chase Claypool, and he, he chose to play Chase. Um, Full PPR? I guess. Yeah, it's in our uh, – Oh, it's in this our, league. Our league together. Waiver fire. Boy, and full Waiver PPR. Mm, I guess, you know, going up against Washington, Kenny Galladay getting his feet back under him, and it makes it makes sense. I feel like it would have been in the, if like I felt very good about the matchup, like if I felt like I would just sort of thrash my opponent, I'd go with um, Sterling. But if I'm looking for a little upside, I would go chase Claypool. Well, we consulted the ballers and they, they had, um, they had Sterling Shepard 20 positions past, um, past Claypool. So we just thought, decided to go with consensus there. It makes sense. Uh, again, I think Sterling is good for like five, six PPR points and Chase Claypool is either like one or 18 or something like that. So I don't mind swinging for the fences. All Who do right. you have in uh, in your tournament plays this week? All right. So I got two guys that probably aren't going to be uh, low ownership. Um right. We got Mike Williams. He had a big week last week, 6,100 in this really high point total game. I just, I almost think of him as a cash play this week, to tell Agreed. you the truth. I think he's I so really, safe. I really think he catches a touchdown. Um, yeah, his price is uh, fair. It's okay. Yeah. Gronk, um, Gronk at 4,700. I just, you never know. Is the Gronk train going to keep rolling? I'm not going to play it in cash, probably. But I think a lot of people are going to be playing Gronk. But yeah, I think it's going to be very high, highly owned. Yeah. But high upside, 
So it's one of those True. things where if if you don't have Gronk, then you, you're you're screwed on the week, maybe. Good call. Um, he's one of those players. All right, Robert Woods. I think everybody is under the mindset of the stuff we were talking about earlier, where Cup is the new number one. But we we could always be wrong about that. That could have just been one week, and Robert Woods is the consistent, the consistent every week guy, and this could be his week and. He is priced very nicely. I mean, that's thirteen hundred less than Cup. Mm. He has pretty much the same opportunity as Cup to catch a ball from Matt Stafford. So, anyway, love that in turn. And Ridley, I, agree. I think I think people are going to be fading him, and in PPR, he could be very nice. So I love that in tournaments. Not going to trust him in cash till I see it. And uh, Ridley is 7,500. I think a lot of people are really sad about last week and they might have forgotten how much of a beast Calvin Ridley is. In 7,500, he's probably going to be at pretty low ownership because of how much it costs. So, yeah, you, people are fading him. And if you weren't and he went off, then you'd be way ahead of the pack. And I know Amari Cooper and CeeDee Lamb are elite options. So me saying this comes with a grain of salt, but that Tampa Bay secondary is not great. Their defensive front is elite, maybe the best in the league. The secondary is where you can expose them. So I'm really hoping that even if it comes in junk time, please, Calvin Ridley, please get back to where we want you to be, man. Please get 80-plus yards and eight receptions. Please. All right, I can absolutely dig it. Let's dive into our stacks, man. Where is our flame-broiled stack? And I am going to go – well, last week I went with Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley. Whew, that was a big old miss. God, everything lined up, man. At home, first game of the season, everything should be right. Those first two drives, they looked fine. They ended in field goals, but they looked good. And then just the biggest of biggest diarrhea dumps in, in your life. But, uh, oof, that was nasty. That was the McDonald's like dollar menu where they don't even like, they just fuck it up. And how do you even fuck it up? But they do. And it's just the worst of the worst. But you had some tasty. You had some very tasty in your stacks. Yeah. uh, If you were able to squeeze Kyler Murray and DeAndre Hopkins into your lineup last week, that was smart because they've really jacked Kyler out this week. He's like a thousand, more than a thousand more. And I think D Hop as well, at least 200 bucks. Um, So they're tough to fit in this week but if you did last week they 3x'd and more um yeah they what a monster combination and then i had also mentioned hertz and vonta smith and with the value from those two guys oh boy in cash they were great you love that you had to you, got? you had to pick some really shitty players to not cash with Hertz and Devonta Smith last week for their prices, which I actually did beat a lineup with Hertz and Devonta Smith, and boy, they had some real ugly in it. But uh, man, great calls from you. Um, that's that's as non McDonald's as it gets, man. Where where is, is? I think I've asked you in this and maybe in the waiver fire, but what is your what is your favorite burger place, and how do you like to to craft it? Do you like it? Like loaded up with a bunch of goodies. Do you like it pretty basic? What what's the tastiest burger for you? Um, I think in Auburn, what we have available here, there's either like Burger Fi or Five Guys, right? And 
you know, like as far as chains, I mean, obviously there's like nice restaurants that have dope burgers, but like that's, you can't talk about every nice no. restaurant with a good burger. No. Um, uh, Five Guys has better meat, but BurgerFi has all the crazy toppings and stuff. Mm. Like for instance, I got something today at BurgerFi called the Swag Burger. And I was like, oh. okay. And it's like a spicy burger. It has had like, tomato relish or something and like all this crazy stuff and it was pretty delicious so yeah i like to load it up with stuff man Mm -hmm. i do i like to hit hit up some um um, some toppings but i'm really not not mad when all i've got is some mayonnaise and cheese damn so so mayonnaise would be the top three of the condiments between mustard and and uh ketchup it doesn't have to be on the burger, but like, oh no, I don't put mayonnaise and ketchup on if that's what you're asking. Okay. So mayonnaise is going to be the, the go-to. I can dig that. I know this is, this is an aside. The basic. That's my basic. I can absolutely dig it. I, I also am a sucker for, like you said, kind of the fancier, you know, when I go to a, a fancy restaurant for lunch and they have a burger where they're doing something weird, whether it's like, I guess caramelized onions aren't, aren't that weird, but Usually when they do something a little funky, um, I, I'm absolutely in on it and I love it, but I'm also a huge sucker for just that super standard lettuce, tomato, onion. And then I go, I personally like all three. I do the ketchup, mustard, and mayo if I can with pickles. I know that my um, chicken sandwich, fried chicken sandwich without pickles cause a little controversy on the pod, but for some reason, I do not like pickles on my chicken sandwich. Love them on my burgers. So I am a fan of the traditional burger. I cannot stomach a burger where it's just cheese and and a uh, even if it is mayonnaise, who just dropped out of the hands of Galladay. I'm happy to see, you know, Kenny Galladay. So I drafted him everywhere and he's in a lot of my best ball leagues. He's happily riding my bench. You're very, you're, you're very far ahead of me. Oh, oh, I'm so sorry. I, I don't want to be ruining the game for you. I'm no, so you sorry. Don't have to, but I'm just saying, like, they haven't even snapped yet. That's amazing because I am watching on a illegal streaming site, and they're usually way behind. Are you yeah. watching on? He just dropped on, it. Damn. Yeah, I'm watching on uh, NFL Network. Uh, wow. App. Wow, you are watching on the legitimate NFL. That's that's bullshit, man. That is that is awful. Like not, not to you, I'm not insulting you, but that's ridiculous that you're actually paying it. I'm getting it illegally. And I'm like 10, 15 seconds ahead. Shame, shame NFL network. But anyways, um, yeah. So I, I personally like your stack this week. Oh, okay. Okay. But I have to get this out because it's a confession of mine. Oh, okay. Sorry. That I, I just, if I'm, if I'm at a house party, and there's a, you know, burgers off the grill. Like if I'm hungry for real, of course I will. But if they just have cheese and, and ketchup, I'm not going to be satisfied at all, man. I need, I need some crunch. I need some texture of lettuce and onion or something like that. So uh, that, that's how I roll. And boy, your, your last two stacks were mm, perfection. All right. Well, well I, I, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to cut off your cheeseburger talk because this is the DFS double stack. <laughs> Not a problem, man. I'm sure we will be talking burgers for um, many, many games. And I hope, you know, JP, I'm coming down for Christmas. I hope that we can do a pod uh, together and maybe snag some burgers in, in double dip. That would be 
badass. So I hope that you're around for that. That would be awesome. Oh, that'll be glorious. Oh, hell yeah. All right. Well, I am actually going to go back to the well. No, not Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley, although I don't really mind it. But the Tom Brady and Antonio Brown stack, um, it's really not that expensive. Tom Brady at 6,900. I think he's the QB4 on the week. So, you know, I don't think he's going to just blow his price out of the water, but I think he's going to be very valuable. And Antonio Brown, like, it wasn't just, I really just don't think it was a fluke. I think he is actively involved in the offense. I think he's a great target and a deep threat. He looks excellent running his routes. And I know that there are plenty of mouths to feed. So could this be a Mike Evans bounce back? Absolutely. It definitely could. Oh, oh, nasty Washington defense. Love that, man. Oh, I love that defense so much. I love that team. I want them to succeed. I was I was honestly a little bummed that the Chargers beat them at home. It, it hurt me, particularly with the Fitzpatrick injury. It was just bad vibes coming out of the football team. I'd love for them to bounce back in a divisional game. Anyways, I'm back in on Brady and Antonio Brown. How about you, man? Where are you trying to get some tasty yum-yum stacky? All right, so if we're just talking about uh, uh, two players, I, I would go for Matt Stafford and Cooper Cup this week. They got 6400 versus and 6 k there. That's, that's pretty cheap. Uh, I think they're going to definitely pay themselves off. Um, but I've also got a little bit of, of talk about uh, some game stacks. Uh, the, the best way to win a GPP is to have a stack from one side of the field and then to bring it back with something else. Love um, that. Even the best, li- the best lineups actually have something like that along with a secondary stack from another game where you're where you're using two positional players from two separate teams. So the idea here is that it's easier to get one or two things right than like eight, you know? So it makes total sense. If, when you're correlating, you're actually giving yourself a better chance to cash in GPPs. So here's an example. I got Cousins 6,200 and Jefferson 7,400. I think uh, people are going to be off Jefferson from last week and, I still believe in him. I think it's going to be a, a, a big year for him. And then I think you could run it back with uh, D Hop at eighty at eight K. The reason I didn't use uh, uh, Cardinals game stack is because they're just so expensive this week. Uh, Kyler is the number one guy on the on the slate, and that's just a lot of money. But uh, that's just one example of someone you could bring it back with. There's also Christian Kirk for 5K is a lot cheaper correlation. And if uh, if AZ gets ahead big, then Edmonds at 4,900 could be another nice little correlation. Um, another stack, I've got uh, Herbert here, 6,700. Keenan Allen, 7K. That's like a really nice uh, one-two. It doesn't cost too much. And then you can do like Mike Williams, uh, 6,100. Like you could go for like a total um, Chargers thing, or you could do Dallas wide receivers. You could take your pick. I mean, I, I know you're probably not going to do two. So whichever one you, you feel confident about, CeeDee Lamb or Amari Cooper, you can go with him there. Are you watching the All screen? Right. No. Slayton? Yeah. You're about to see some nasty. 
Slayton's in for TD. Boy, man, I am so happy for him, dude. Darius Slayton, when Kenny Galladay, like I'm all in on Kenny Galladay. I want him to succeed. But when he got picked up for massive money by the Giants, I was really bummed for Darius Slayton. But he is he is apparently still obviously on the team. He's the wide receiver three. And for him to get a sweet touchdown on primetime, I'm just so stoked for him, man. I mean, nobody nobody has him in fantasy, really, but uh, that's just awesome, dude. I'm stoked for him. Yeah. Um. So, so I'm very interested in your Justin Herbert, uh, that kind of double stack where you're doing Chargers versus Dallas. So Dak is only a hundred dollars more than Justin Herbert, but are you feeling oh, yeah. are you feeling Herbert uh, more than Dak? Do you think it might be a bit more of a Zeke game, or are you kind of uh, 50- the only? Yeah, the only reason I, I picked Herbert there is because I feel like Keenan Allen is more of a sure thing than either one of the um, Dallas wide receivers is. Wow. And I just, well, I mean, sure, they both got a lot of targets, but I believe in Keenan Allen over Mike Williams more than I believe in CD over um, 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 uh, Amari. I, I think both of those guys have the equal opportunity to just have an insane game. And I just I, I felt like he was uh, on the side where I could pick the more more sure thing. I can absolutely dig it. I am just trying to look up um, Amari Cooper's. Oh, I wait. What is going on? Oh, because I already picked him. I was trying to edit my lineup to try to find Amari Cooper's price. And yeah, he is a top 10 in price. So it is a little steep to go back in Amari Cooper. I'm in on it, but uh, I can absolutely understand why you're a little bit more confident on the, the prices of that LA side of things. All right, man, let's do right. a little. Well, let's, uh, yeah, let's oh, do D block right quick. Let's, let's get into our D block. Whatever business you're trying to do through the Russian, you got to go through me first. Yeah? Yeah. Because up in this bitch, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm what you might consider an authority figure. So last week I, I went with the Dolphins against New England. I, I thought that they would be very safe and they were fine. They gave you five points. So they, they weren't one of those defenses that thankfully just crushed you. That was the 13th defense um, on the week. So wasn't anything that wins your week, but it was it was one of those things where I'm just like, I just don't want to lose for my defense. I think that Miami is going to contain Mac Jones, and they did just that. So I'm actually walking away. I know it's not even a 2X, but I'm walking away mildly happy with that those five points. How about you, man? How did your Ds play out last week? Mine was horrible. The Jags had negative three points, and the Jets had four points. So there, there we go. Dude, the defenses are really tough. That's why I'm. I really try to aim for safety, man. I just can't walk away getting negative points from that. It just hurts so bad. Um, this week, I, I'm really. I'm. Just, I'm gonna spend up, and I'm gonna go for the the pretty obvious plays. And I mean, they're they're really not even the most expensive. Like this is the fourth and sixth most expensive. But I'm gonna go on in on those Browns versus Houston, man. It's 3,500. I think it's like the sixth defense on the on the week, and I expect plenty of sacks. I expect turnovers. I'm praying for touchdown, and I just – there's no way. There's no way that Houston puts up, you know, 
gives uh, Cleveland negative points like they did to the Jags, right? I, I just can't be, man. It has to be at least a safe floor. And then New England at the Jets. I Zach Wilson, you know, Corey Davis, they looked okay against Carolina, but New England is just a fantastic defense division game. Um, I think that the rookie is about to get shook. And so I'm excited at 3,700. How about you? Um, I got Tampa Bay here at 4,100. You got to pay up for it, but I think they're just going to absolutely eat um, Atlanta with some picks and, and everything. everything uh, you're probably right. God, that front seven is just crazy. All right. I can absolutely dig it. So you're paying up for that and, and, you're probably not wrong, man. All right, let's get into our cage match. Don't do it, Eddie! Eddie, don't do it! Oh, no, Eddie, no! Don't do it! No way, no Well, you and I got into the cage last week, and I... I don't even know if I actually emerged, but if I did emerge, I was beaten to a bloody pulp. Holy crap. You made so many great calls. Um, my lineup was Dalvin cook. He was fine. Chase Edmonds. He was good. Logan Thomas. He was good. Matt Ryan and Calvin Ridley and Tyrell Williams really fucked me. And uh, this is what it is. Boy, go ahead and take, take your celebration bow, man. Read, read your lineup for us. All right, we had Corey Davis, Marvin Jones Jr. I think Corey Davis had like 29, Marvin Jones like 16. Devonta, Devonta Smith, he had like 19. Jalen Hurts, I believe 30-ish, something like that. Mike Davis was whatever. He was like 10 points. Jerry Judy, we all know the story there. Um, he got me 13, though. Christian McCaffrey was 25, I believe, without the touchdown. Um, Travis Kelsey again at 25, and then the Jets just, um, at least they didn't rob me, at least they didn't pick, um, uh, the Jaguars there. So, Jets got me the four points. This is an absolutely disgusting lineup to hit on Corey Davis, which we, I think, both of us saw coming, but then to hit on Marvin Jones and Devonta Smith. Oh, it was, it was fucking nasty, man. All right, well, let's dive in. Um, let's go back to the well here. We are sitting in on DraftKings, and we will go. You want to do? You want to run it back on the the snake style? Did you like it? Uh, not snake, but uh, yeah, yeah. It's your turn to go first. All right. Well, good lord, I, I know that you're <laughs> you really want to snag Cooper Cup. I I actually don't care for it too much. Um, this will be interesting because I actually am not going to go in on any of the primo pieces. But I guess I'm going to go in on the player who I just think is the most value. And that's going to be Chase Edmonds, man. I still just don't understand his price. Give me Chase Edmonds. Yep, that's a great pick. Um, loving Chase Edmonds this week. Mm. All right. I am going to go with... My Cooper Cup. Mm, there you go. Oh, kind of. Uh, you know, there's a lot of players that you and I see pretty similarly this week. 
So I kind of want to snag them while I can. Give me Keenan out. Give me Keenan Allen. Okay. All right. Keenan Allen. Love that baby. All right. Um, Let me get a little Jalen Hurts action. Wow. Okay. Against San Fran. I can dig that. You're running it back on me. So you got your quarterback out of the way so I can wait on that. Let me go Amari Cooper. I am going to go with... Let's go, let's go Waller. Nice. So you go quarterback and tight end, so I can ignore those for now. And thankfully, you know, I'm very in on Noah Fant. Waller makes total sense as well, but I'm very in on Fant this week. So I, can, I guess you could flex Fant, but I don't think you're going to be that crazy. Um, hmm, let's see. The other players, I think I got the players that I would scare that you would take. All right, here it comes, man. Please be the starting running back. Elijah Mitchell, let's go. Get me into get him into my lineup. All right. Um, let's see. Elijah Mitchell. That's the that's the two cheap boys right there. My my lineup this week, like somehow all of the salary is gone at the end, but I am a little surprised, like. I, I haven't pulled the trigger on any of the top options. It's just all kind of those middle of the pack, which usually isn't how I like to go, but I'm just loving the value of these players. I'm pretty sure I'm going to go with Jets D okay. to buy me some time. No, you're not going to pick that, but no, I was going to go with the Browns D for sure. Jets are hosting the Patriots. That could absolutely make sense. All right. So you have D tight end and quarterback. So I guess I can just wrap up my, Hmm. Well, I will go with my stack. Then I will go with Antonio Brown at wide receiver. All right, I'm going to take Melvin Gordon. Oh, that's a very good one. That is a very good one. What is he priced at this week? Um, He's at 5,900. That is really good. I'm going to go 200 bucks cheaper than that, and I'm going to go with Daryl Henderson Jr. Man, I like that. Uh, Melvin Gordon pick there. Go ahead and go CMC and Travis Kelsey. Oh, you can't. Oh, you already got Waller. 
Go ahead and go CMC <laughs> on me again and just crush my dreams. I don't know if I can go CMC this evening. Ooh, <laughs> that would be fantastic if you cannot go CMC. Yeah, I don't know if I can. I don't know if I can squeeze CMC in there. Thank God today. Thank God. It would be. I think it would be a little crazy if if I were able to do it. You've beaten me with CMC like in every single one of our cage matches. Yeah. It's pretty uh, impossible at this point. I see. But that doesn't mean I can't pick a dominant running back this week. Right. Camara? That's an option. <laughs> no. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go ahead and go with uh, with Chubb. Okay, I can dig that. Even in full PPR, he should just be beastly. All right, let's see. So I've worked through all those players. So now it's just a quarterback, tight end, and and defense. So you've already picked these, but I'll go ahead and snag my my Noah Fant. Love him in PPR. Yeah. This week I just don't have like a lineup that I'm slamming. I don't have uh I don't have that Travis Kelsey that just makes me feel so good. Um I'm feeling I'm feeling pretty good. I mean the the, the concerns I have this week, of course, Elijah Mitchell might just be a total dud. That would hurt, but um and then Antonio Brown might might not be legit. So those are the two pieces that I'm feeling nervous about. But otherwise, I'm pretty excited. I'll probably I'll probably set this lineup for three head to heads like I did last week. It felt good to have three um, and try to win. You know, at least two of them to get some cash. Man, it's really tough here for me at the end. If you feel like you need to to back out of a player to get to get a little extra dollar to spend up, I, I don't feel bad if you want to reorient a little bit. Mm. Got myself in a pickle. I can't find a solution. I've already got one for you. All right. So I'm just going to go with what I had um, with with the same lineup. But I'm going to go with Marvin Jones. Oh, running him back. Nice. We're going to go again. We're going to see how that goes. At home against the Broncos. Could be a nice second half there. Let me complete my hopefully delicious deluxe burger with Tom Brady with Antonio Brown. So you've got you've got what your flex and running back left? 
No, I've just got um, a wide receiver, and I'm going to go with the old um, punt of uh, BPJ Cedric Cedric Wilson. Oh, okay, I can dig that. Nice. And then I will uh, round it out with uh, my Browns D. Nice. You should you should have one more, right? I went first. Or no? I don't think so. I've all right. Go ahead I've and read got, your lineup. Read, read your lineup. I've got Jalen Hurts, Jalen Hurts, Nick Chubb, Melvin Gordon, um, Marvin Jones Jr., Mike Williams, Cedric Wilson, Darren Waller. Cooper Cup and Jets D. Mm, I think I, for some reason I think I missed the Mike Williams pick, but that is fantastic. I went oh, Tom Brady. Okay. Oh, good. I I might not I might not have said it. No, that's okay. That makes total sense. It's a player that I absolutely thought you would be in on this week, so that makes total sense. Do you have any remaining salary, or did you cap it? Uh, I've got a hundred dollars left. Hundred bucks can't do it. What do you? What are we seeing on the defensive? The Jets are sitting. Oh, good lord! Yeah, the only you'd go to the Jaguars. So that's that is a great value, man. That is the fifth from the bottom on the Jets, and that that could absolutely pay. So nicely done there. All right, I went Tom Brady, Daryl Henderson Jr., Chase Edmonds, Keenan Allen, Amari Cooper, Antonio Brown, Noah Fant. Please, Elijah Mitchell. Please, and the Browns D. So nice, uh, nice cage match, man. It should like, be fun. I like your lineup better. Well, you know how these things work, JP, is that I, I'm always excited and I always get just pummeled. So don't, don't, uh, don't even try to, um, you know, encourage me. I know how these things are going to work this out. Is, this is your week. <laughs> Fantastic, man. Thank you so much. And uh, it was a blast. It looks like, oh, this game is, it's kind of coming down to the wire right now. It's, it's a really strong game against the uh, football team and the Giants. So uh, enjoy the last 30 minutes or whatnot. And uh, enjoy Sunday, of course. And we will see you guys on the the waiver fire on uh, Monday night. All right. Peace out.